Blog Talk Radio. many areas. We have listener support, of course, and some who help with the promoting. One group that often goes unrecognized are the wives of Internet Talk Radio hosts. They are the ones who tolerate our dalliances and the time we invest in our hobbies. Well, this is one way we can properly recognize those who are closest to us by broadcasting their sincere sentiments regarding our passions. I am going to stay up all night. 
You're a family, you know. You're always at that computer. How much money do you make doing that dumbass radio show? You're not the only one that lives there, you know. You better come and eat. I'm not bringing it in there. Yeah, <laughs> it's me, your humble host, Dr. C. Robert Jones. Welcome to a glorious and delicious hour of the C. Robert Jones Situation Report. Today's date is October 4th, 2012. Beautiful Old Town Alexandria is where I am. United States of America, planet Earth, third planet from the sun. I predicted it. I predicted it last night, nearly an hour before airtime, that Mitt Romney was going to open up a can of whoop-ass and put Barack Hussein Obama in his place. Now, I can see that my girl, Obama girl, is in the chat room, and she just typed that Obama has sold out his base. According to Obama girl, that is. Because from what I can tell, the base is ec- is ecstatic. The base is ecstatic. <laughs> and I am one of his base folks, and I'm ecstatic by what he said. He put Barack Hussein Obama in his place. Barack Obama is out of place when he doesn't have that teleprompter to tell him what to say. It was embarrassing. I almost, almost felt sorry for him. The Republican Party is 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 tasting victory. Now we were tasting victory before last night. Now we're savoring it. Like a like a steak from Ruth Chris Steakhouse. 
Romney is the man. He is the Mac of all daddies. An Obama girl in the chat room writes, oh, please, Romney sold out his base. He didn't. He did exactly what we all love and expected him to do. I don't I've been scouring the Drudge Report and Fox Nation, MSNBC, everywhere. Nobody stated that Obama has sold out his base. We love it. Let me tell you something. And let me tell you something right now, Obama girl. I have been Twittered and tweeted and Facebooked and Google Plused all day long. I've received a thousand texts. Not one person has said that Obama has that that uh, Mitt Romney has sold out his base. We we're digging it. But you know what? You know who's not digging it? Chris Matthews of MSNBC. I thought that dude was going to have a heart attack. The first thing I did after the debate was tune into MSNBC. Those folks were beside themselves with grief. I mean grief. <laughs> and, and if you tune, if you if you take a look at the Drudge Report right now, take a look. Go, go to the Drudge Report page right now, and take a look at it. First, you see Michelle Obama, whose ass seems to be getting bigger by the day, just kind of standing there, looking like uh, Skeletor, like she does. The, she's she's almost as ugly as Whoopi Goldberg. But hey, let's not go there. Because I already did. The caption underneath her forlorn look and Barack Obama's, the caption reads Skyfall. (laughs) Skyfall. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. There's there's another article, uh, Lost, Bewildered Without Teleprompter. Another New York Times writes President Xanax. Another slips says he wants to make sure that everybody gets a fair share. <laughs> Romney one says San Francisco. Oh my God. Left turn on O. <laughs> the left is turning on Obama. I tell you what, it is delicious. They're 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 wondering what happened to the guy. CNN poll says that Romney annihilates Obama. Even that clown Van Jones writes, "We he was able to out Obama, Obama." Obama camps vows to be tougher next time. <laughs> Palin warns Chicago will strike back. They'll pull something. My God. Did Obama take an ass whooping or what? You know what I really liked? You know what the caption was? Let me tell you what the caption was for this this debate last night. For the last year and a half to two years, Obama has been touting this uh, pay your fair share deal. He's been saying, and particularly particularly when it comes to the um, the oil and gas industry. He has stated that the oil industry gets somewhere in the neighborhood of two point something trillion dollars every year in subsidies. 
And he says that, well, they don't need that money because they're making so much money at the pump. Well, here's the thing. The oil industry makes somewhere on average of $0.08 cents per gallon of gas on average. It's, it's not a staggering amount of money and profits they make, $0.08 cents per gallon. So he's saying that they don't need that subsidy. However, during the course of his four years in office, he spent – and this has been this – this, uh, this, what I'm about to say has been fact-checked and fact-checked by the fact-checkers who fact-check the facts – that Obama has spent upwards of $90 billion on green energy pipe dreams that have, by and large, failed. He spent $90 billion of my taxpayer dollars. But yet oil, the oil industry, is the villain here. It's amazing. Skyfall. Skyfall. How amazing is that? You know what? But I shouldn't be surprised, and neither should you. It was always said that Barack Obama was an empty suit. He's an empty suit. He's a typical Chicago politician who throws stuff out there and hopes that you're just dumb enough not to check what he says. Because after all, he's Obama. I recall just before the election, listening to a radio show, Imus in the Morning. Imus was interviewing a Obama sycophant who stated that, well, you know, Obama's probably going to do a really good job in office because, you know, he's a brilliant man. He's, his IQ is off the charts. And, of course, Imus ask the question, how do you know that? How do you know what Obama's IQ is? And if so, what is it? Well, you know, I don't know exactly what his IQ is. I just know he's brilliant. And it, well, if you don't know what Obama's IQ is, but his IQ is off the charts, I mean, where, where, you want to know where I'm going with this? Folks have built this guy up to be the Messiah, a genius, a brilliant man, the smartest guy in the room, he's none of that, which is one reason why his college transcripts are sealed, because the myth that Obama's so smart is just that. It's a myth, and it was proven last night when he didn't have a teleprompter to lean on. He was, he was pretty much stuck, and so you've got M MSNBC and NBC stating that well, the reason why Obama did so bad was because uh, there was racism. <laughs> it's racist. So they're blaming Obama's poor performance. I mean, and I'm, I'm being kind when I say that. Karen's in the house. Now, wait a minute now. Obama girl in the chat room says that... Uh, Hell, after that debate, she would vote for Mitt Romney. Well, Obama girl, why don't you vote for Mitt Romney? Because Mitt Romney's been saying the same things all along. He not only said the very same things he said on the on uh, during the debate um, last night, but when he ran four years ago. 
So if you would vote Obama girl for the for the Romney last night, then you should vote for him. Because I tell you what, here and now, there's more of this more of this is coming Obama's way. He got his ass kicked and he he's just gonna keep on getting his ass kicked. Because he's not a very smart man. He he's not a very smart man. Nobody said, you know, come on. Nobody said the guy is not a genius. Well, let's take a listen to to uh, MSNBC try to explain this. You're listening to the C. Robert Jones Situation Report. Look, I, I certainly am not going to bail out on the effort of the progressive movement in this country. This just makes it a little heavier lift than it is right now. It was just very frustrating to watch a guy lie to the American people and not be counterpunched because we're afraid he's going to be called an angry black man. When I see the president, I don't see a black man. I see a president who has inherited an untenable position and turned it around to a great positive to where we are right now. He has brought it down to 8% unemployment without any help of the Republicans. Why didn't he turn to Mitt Romney and say, you know, I've been trying to work with your party, but they've given me a record number of filibusters. How hard is that? Let's, uh, Obama has just been subject to the Fox News treatment of angry black man again. Now, lest we forget this, lest we pretend that that doesn't make a difference, the specter hanging over his neck that I can't come off as too vigorous because then it looks like I'm being an angry black man. And because of the angry black man phenomena, Mitt Romney is able to be a vigorously engaged we, man who's able to play to his strength. We are, we actually we are going to unpack that that thesis of the angry black man and also what the president did or did not do but we have to go to break to this i know governor rendell my former governor in pennsylvania here's the reality obama doesn't have the latitude that white guys who speak with vigor do now i'm not suggesting he can't have passion i'm not suggesting his stylistic approach which he's been noted for as governor rendell has indicated but i tell you all of that fox let me 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 let very good point. He Wait, can't get angry, but he can get proud. Yeah, also, no look, doubt, no doubt. But given what happened there, right? he, he, he can't blame the referee. He can't blame Jim Lehrer, who did not have his best night. No, you got to step he, on him, too. You know, he can't blame matters of anger and race. He lost. He's got to face that. I, I, I it's not about blaming. It's about accounting for Dan in the way in which you... Well, that's fair. Wait, but, but, you, I want to talk about one moment in particular. I want to talk about... Ouch. Ouch. Dan Rather, in a moment of clarity, said what? You can't blame race. Every time Obama does something stupid, something that the majority doesn't agree with, somehow there's race interjected. You know, Obama was is the guy who projects this cool persona. Uh, we've seen him get angry. We've seen him get downright mad and pissed off. We've seen it. It's the media, the mainstream or lamestream media, who has projected Obama as being this cool customer. You know, Obama's just a man. He can get mad all he wants. Nobody really gives a damn. But here's the thing. It's actually the other way around. Mitt Romney was the man who was cautioned by the media and by his own surrogates not to get too aggressive with the president, to treat the president with respect 
and the office with the reverence in which some believe it should be treated. Quite frankly, I disagree. You know, respect the office. For me, that's a bunch of crap. I respect the man, not the office. And if I don't respect the man, then I don't respect the office. But hey, that's just me. But here's the thing. Romney was the man who was cautioned not to come across as being disrespectful, as being too aggressive. All Romney really did was put Obama in his place. For the first time, someone has told Obama, you know what, you're lying. You're lying about my record. You're lying about what I said. You're lying about what my policies are, and he did it in such a very nice way. That Obama was pretty much dumbfounded. He had no idea what to do, which is why he got out on the stump today, and he said that he didn't debate the real Romney, that the guy who was out who was on the debate was not the guy that he knew. Of course he's going to say that, because Romney handed him his ass. Romney did the damn thing, and I tell you what, Obama didn't know what to do. No, Obama was right. He didn't know that man. He didn't know the guy standing across from the podium. That wasn't the same Mitt Romney. He was right about that because Mitt Romney, well, he got in that ass pretty much. Let's just put it that way. Obama, for the first time today, yesterday, has been exposed. Let my man Russ tell you all about it. You know, ladies and gentlemen, uh, Obama came off even worse in his debate with Romney last night than he did in his debate with Clint Eastwood. And that's saying something. What did we learn last night? I mean, we really learned a lot. This was one of the best debate performances in my life. I know people are saying the last 20 years, uh, that would uh, take us back to 1980. And Reagan was awesome. But this was, this was awesome from, from start to finish, but particularly measured against fears and expectations. This, it couldn't have been any better. Exactly. Exactly. It couldn't have been any better. But you know what, folks? We predicted it. We predicted it. We predicted it last night that Obama wasn't going to do well. And the reason why Obama didn't do well last night wasn't so much that Mitt Romney was so great. It was simply that Obama is an empty suit. He's an empty suit. He's he's not the smartest guy in the room. He's not even – he's just average, which is why he throws out these these little things like uh, uh, you know, lying about Mitt Romney's record. How many of you doubt, seriously doubt, that if Mitt Romney wins the presidency next year, that he won't bring jobs to this country, that he will not foster an environment where – Jobs are created by the private sector, not by the government. How many of you doubt that? I don't even think Obama girl would doubt that. You see, people like Obama girl and other liberals, they're not so much concerned with jobs. 
with creating jobs, with the private sector creating jobs. They're, they're concerned with the government creating jobs and the government giving stuff folks for, quote, free, end quote. You know, they're concerned about what the government can do for them, not what people can do for themselves. So the fact that Mitt Romney is a businessman and that he his business acumen would boost the prospects of bringing the economy back to where it should be is beside the point. Liberals aren't concerned about job creation unless the government is creating jobs. Liberals aren't concerned with the private sector. They're concerned with the government. Liberals are not concerned about the free market system. No, liberals want everything to be fair for everybody. Liberals want everybody to get a fair shot. When we're all not equal, we're not all equal. We're not equal. Some of us are smarter than others. Some of us are born with advantages that others don't have. There is no way on this planet or any other to make us all equal. It'll never happen. Some of us are born to be mechanics. Some of us are born to be janitors. Some of us are born to be rocket scientists. Some of us are born to be historians or even newspaper writers and editors. I don't doubt for a minute that a lot of us can do many different things. But for example, I'm very good with places, dates, names, that sort of thing. But as far as mechanical devices are concerned, well, I'm dumbfounded. I have no clue. There's certain we play to our strengths and we can never we will never be equal no matter what the government tries to tell us no matter what Obama tries to say when he says uh, he wants us all to get a fair shot there's no such thing we individually make our fair shot Obama got his ass kicked and it's just going to continue to happen because the guy is an empty suit and everything he talks about well it all makes no sense whatsoever it makes no sense. The guy's a complete empty suit. And you know what? It's, as it was stated last night on MSNBC, on CNN, ABC, CBS, NBC, and Fox News, this was the first time in four years that Obama has actually been called out. He's been called out. And he's been found wanting. Obama truly is, truly is, the emperor who is butt-ass naked. Imagine having income that you could never outlive. Check out our video series, The Basics, for a look at how annuities can provide the guaranteed income you need for the retirement you want. Mitt Romney's strong debate performance last night become a turning point for his campaign. Joining me now, John Sununu, former New Hampshire governor and chief of staff to President George H.W. Bush, and now a top advisor to the Romney campaign. Well, Governor, I know you're not going to be shy. 
So how did you think he did, and uh, are you pleased by the performance? He's gotten rave reviews almost universally. Andrea, what, what people saw last night, I think, was a president that revealed his incompetence, how lazy and detached he is, and how he has absolutely no idea how serious the economic problems of the country are and how he has failed to even begin to address them. And I think even the liberal press reacted with, uh, with shock at this revelation, and I find it fascinating now this morning after they've slept to uh, watch them all scrambling around to clean up the mess the president left on the floor last night. On the other hand, Mitt Romney came in with a lot of specifics, a lot of uh, very sharp knowledge of, of issues, not only with the Obama version of bumper sticker numbers, but the governor showed that he understands policy and he understands how to make policy into law, talking governor about what he did in Massachusetts. Governor, I, I want to give you a chance to, to maybe uh, take it back. Did you really mean to call Barack Obama, the President of the United States, lazy? Yes. I think, it, I, I think you saw him admit it the night before when he delivered the pizzas. He said, you know, they're making me do this work. He didn't want to prepare for this debate. He's lazy and disengaged. I think that there certainly was a performance issue there, and whether or not he was in, in his best form last night, a lot of people are questioning that. Just the one-on-one -on -one against Mitt Romney, Mitt Romney turned in a very strong performance. But I think right, to call Andrew, the president whatever, lazy whatever and disengaged is another whole question. But look, we've been doing a lot of fact-checking on both sides. We've questioned whether yeah. the president uh, was accurate when he said that Social Security only needs tweaking. We've questioned a lot of issues that Mitt Romney, let me ask you a couple of questions Sure. since you are his uh, surrogate on his right. behalf, about what he's had to say about taxes. Uh, he said, I will not reduce the taxes paid by high-income Americans. The Tax Policy Center and other independent economists have said that no, the no, Romney plan to keep all the Bush center. tax cuts. Just the tax policy to center. Keep all, let me finish the question. To eliminate the alternative minimum tax, to also eliminate the estate tax, and right. to keep all the Bush tax cuts, will right. give the top one percent, one tenth of a percent of uh, taxpayers an average break of nearly two hundred fifty thousand dollars. Look, look, uh, Andrea. The, the, Mitt Romney pointed out that one one of the things that he would do is to put a cap on the deductions. The Tax Policy Center admitted that what they analyzed was assumptions they added to Mitt but Romney's plan that are not governor? there. Which deductions? Let me finish. You asked me to let checked. you finish. Now let me finish. The yes, Tax sir. Policy Center admitted that they made ad, uh, assumptions that were not part of Mitt Romney's tax plan. There are six or seven follow-up studies that say Romney's tax plan can do what the governor has said he would. He is going to eliminate or cap the deductions on upper income brackets. There is more than enough in the basket of choices there to take care of providing the 20% tax reduction to the middle class. No, they are and not. with all due respect First, to what Obama people are putting out, they're wrong on it. I'm not talking about what the Obama people are talking about. First of all, those are not six or seven independent studies. One is an editorial. These are not nonpartisan groups. Second of all, the Heritage by Foundation, way, we're talking about AEI. Those are not nonpartisan independent studies. Hardly. <laughs> there is nonpartisan and independent said, as the tax policy when people did, are. When did, uh, when did the governor first come out with saying that he would cap the deductions? This week he, in a local interview?
Poor Andrea. She is certainly out of her depth, isn't she? Andrea Mitchell. <laughs> you know, you think that these um, these uh, news organizations would be uh, impartial? At least give the appearance of being impartial? That perhaps they would not take sides with any political party or person and report the facts? Remember when news... Isn't that what news really should be about? I understand that we're all human beings and that sometimes our political views and our emotions and and our social views tend to get in the way of our profession. It's happened even in the military, of which I served for 31 years on occasion. But shouldn't that be the exception and not the rule? Listen to Andrea Mitchell and how partisan she is. With regard to Obama and the administration and what Mitt Romney did last night. Now, Obama is lazy. He has said himself that on occasion he is lazy. When he was a senior lecturer, not a professor, at the University of Chicago, his peers and his seniors stated outright in numerous interviews, that he was, what, lazy and disengaged. Well, quote, lazy and disengaged, end quote. That, those two have followed him. Lazy and disengaged have followed him all the way to the White House and beyond. The guy is butt-ass lazy. He would much rather be out campaigning and having his ass kissed than sitting in the Oval Office and doing his job. He'd much rather be glad handling and ass kissing and having his ass kissed by J-Lo, Beyonce, Jay-Z, the pimp with the limp, or my personal favorite, that dude dressed as a pirate, than meeting with Benjamin Netanyahu or any of the world leaders who were here just a week ago. He'd rather be sitting with those old hags, those old sows from The View, rather than actually sitting in his office and doing his job. He is certainly an empty suit, and he is lazy as all to be damned. But let's let's listen to a little bit more of Andrea Mitchell making ass out of herself. No, no, no. He has said what we will do is deal with the deductions that are there that, when taken, have reduced the capacity of the government to get revenue. And we will compensate for our reduction in the, 20, in the rate of 20%, particularly for the middle class, by addressing those deductions. In some case, removing them, and in some cases, means testing them. Means te one form of means testing is to put a cap on it. Governor, he has not been specific about which deductions. Is it the mortgage tax Absolutely deductions? Absolutely not, and he which shouldn't deductions? be. He shouldn't be. Why shouldn't because he be? Why shouldn't, he, why shouldn't he tell the voters now? Because what, what you need to do... class voters are among those most affected by some of these deductions. Is it the charitable deduction? Doesn't he owe the American okay, may people I answer it? the specifics may I answer of it? how he would come up with the dollars, excuse me, how he would come up with the dollars to match the Bush tax cuts being continued and the other eliminations of Andrea, the state tax and the alternative carefully. minimum tax? Listen carefully. There is more than enough in the basket... Of, of loopholes that will be reduced or capped to cover the governor's commitment to reduce taxes on the middle class. You do not 
You do not begin the negotiation with Congress, either on a bipartisan basis or any basis, in a campaign. If you read Woodward's book, you will see that one of the president's biggest problems is that he didn't know how to negotiate. Mitt Romney knows how to negotiate. You put all the items on the table, and then you come to the table. Everything is on the table in that basket. It is liable to be eliminated or means-tested or part of the capping process. The solution is to select amongst those from negotiation. That solves the problem. Governor, it took three years for the best negotiator in the business, Ronald Reagan, to achieve tax reform back in 1986. Three years. It only took us, only took us seven months under Bush, Congress. Two, under Bush one. We put together a package because the president led that. The president met with Foley. The president met with Mitchell. He went down to Congress to meet with them. He met with them in the White House. And I was involved in those negotiations with him and saw a president show leadership to get a bipartisan agreement. It didn't take him three years. It took him seven months. And the Bush tax cuts are going to be continued by a President Romney, and then he will first begin negotiating with a new Congress to try to come up with the money to pay the for Bush them? Tax cuts, the Bush tax cuts were, were continued by Barack Obama in 2010. They're in place now because Barack Obama supported them. He supported them because he recognized, as he said then, raising taxes... He just said it's not true. Wow. All right, we're back with the C. Robert Jones situation. Check this out. Devastating. Devastating. Blog Talk Radio, hot seat left. G Ski. <laughs> what is that all about? All right. Hey, you know what? Yeah, yeah. Party. Party like it's the 1980s. Bewildered and lost without his teleprompter. President Obama failed all around the debate stage last night. He was stuttering, nervous, petulant. It was like he had been called in front of the principal after goofing off for four years and blowing all his homework. Not since Jimmy Carter faced Ronald Reagan has the U.S. presidency been so embarrassingly represented in public. Actually, that's an insult to Jimmy Carter. Uh, from an article by Charles Hunt in the Washington Times. The split screen was most devastating. Mitt Romney spoke forthrightly with carefully studied facts and details at the ready. He looked right at the president and accused him of being miles out of his depth. Mr. Obama, his eyes were glued to his lectern, looked guilty and angry and impatient with all the vagaries of democracy. How inconvenient. This debate was seriously chafing his ass. What exactly was Mr. Obama's strategy here? Did he figure with so many people unemployed in his 
abomination of an economy, he should go for the sympathy vote? Like voters could relate to a guy who is just scared pantsless that he's about to lose his job. In the middle of the bloodletting about jobs, Mr. Romney said good-naturedly, this is fun. And I, well, I quote, this is fun, end quote. Almost pleading, Mr. Obama reached out to the moderator for a lifeline. Quote, you may want to move on to another topic, end quote. How embarrassing is that? When an unexpected noise went off behind him, Mr. Obama wheeled around and looked as if to say, is it time to go? <laughs> Hopefully. It turns out it was the first honest thing we'd heard from Mr. Obama's campaign. The president really was absolutely terrible on the debate stage last night. Maybe the next debate will be on something other than the economy that won't be so hard for Mr. Obama. Perhaps they could hold a debate about street organizing. Who knew? Who knew anyone on the planet could make Mitt Romney look easy, relaxed, smooth, and human? Clearly, as Van Jones put it, Mitt Romney out obama Obama. But Mr. Romney was absolutely on fire. Absolutely. He had command of countless specifics from voters and business owners all across the country. He truly put Obama in his place. He explained complex issues clearly, concisely, and with good humor. He was not angry, but he was direct and pointed. I quote, I've been in business for 25 years, and I have no idea what you're talking about, end quote. Romney said that in the most devastating understatement of the night. Quote, I may, I may need to get a new accountant. Like a prosecutor in court, Mr. Romney went after Obama's record and eviscerated him about the, well, <laughs> the terrible economy and Mr. Obama's belief in trickle-down government. Mr. Romney also came off as genuine by looking Mr. Obama in the eye with every criticism. He also looked moderator Jim Lehrer in the eye when he told him that if he became president, he would cut funding to public broadcasting, possibly eliminating his job. Mr. Obama weakly offered Mr. Lehrer, quote, you've done a good job, end quote. Okay, and that's one vote for Mr. Bo Obama in the sympathy strategy. Just 55 million more votes to go. Folks. When Obama incorrectly stated that corporations get a tax break from moving their companies out of the country, and Mr. Romney called him out for the falsehood, which has been fact-checked by the fact-checkers and the fact-checkers who check the facts as being factual, wow, Obama came across as the neophyte that he is. Seriously. The guy is just not very good at his job. I'm I'm serious, folks. If you take a look at the pictures, MSNBC is beside themselves with grief because Obama has no idea what he's doing. The emperor 
truly has no clothes. He's buck ass, buck ass naked. Now, a latest poll says that uh, Romney favorability reaches record high after the debate. And the ARP bashes Obama for using it to promote himself in the debate. Obama has lost his swag, if he even had any. And Biden, he's about to get his ass handed to him, too, in just a couple of days. It is going to be fun to watch. We are going to have a great time. Rattled. Obama was rattled after the debate. He is just... he. he Listen to this. Listen to this. Wow. ...that growing our economy begins with a strong, thriving middle class. That means we export more jobs and we outsource, uh, export more products, and we outsource fewer jobs. Wow. Clearly the guy's off his game, and it's embarrassing. Let's export more jobs. <laughs> Folks, this is delicious. It's delicious and savory. It's more delicious than a Ruth Chris steak with those cute little new potatoes and those those baby carrots. It's great. Check this out. Listen to this uh listen to this ad. <laughs> Out of time, baby. My priority is putting people back to work in America. They're suffering in this country. Look at the evidence of the last four years. We've got 23 million people stop looking for work in this country. I will keep America strong and get America's middle class working again. Uh, nursing homes and autistic kids, kids who are with disabilities and top-down da- top economics. I, I think I've, I had five seconds. American Future Fund is responsible for the content of this advertising. So, Obama was flustered. Clearly he became angry and annoyed when Jim Lehrer was about to cut him off. And he said, I had five seconds until you interrupted me. And then went on to talk for two more minutes. And ramble on about absolutely nothing. It was amazing. It was delicious. It was beautiful. We have a call on the line. Caller, you're on with the C. Robert Jones Situation Report. Hello, C. Robert Jones. There she is. Maze, baby, what's happening? Where you been? I've been listening. I have a question. Nobody can answer my question today. What did Robin win? He won the debate. What in the debate did he win? Because if you're having a debate, you're debating what you're going to do, not the other person. No, 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 no. There are winners and losers in debate. <laughs> really? He, I know. Uh, well, well, what was the well, debate no, about? He won. What was it? Could you specifically won. give me something? He what won. did he win? When, when you debate, you debate facts, figures, and you debate ideas. And if you run for president... <laughs> Romney won them all. Oh, really? Yeah. That's what it's, it's the consensus, baby. Was nothing true that he had to say. And it's I still con- don't know... And no, no, I still no. don't know what he's going to do. No, 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 no. It's, it's a, a it's uh, perception of who is smarter, really? who knows facts and figures better, who keeps their cool under fire. Really? Oh, uh, lost on all counts. So you know it. 
So in other words, you're saying he had the answers, and that's why he was so hyped. Yeah, that's <laughs> right. gave him the answers, that's, and that right. was it, that's, that he stuck, that his stuck in his pocket when, at the end. That's exactly right, man. <laughs> yeah, yeah, on that piece of paper. But I'm still asking the question, what did Romney win? And if he, he won, won, why wasn't he, he going on the circuit today let, and explain? Let, let me tell you what, what he won. Doing? Let me tell you what he won. He won the hearts and minds of a great many more voters than he did the night before. I don't think so. Yeah, Cause yeah. Because he's still a Mormon, and ain't nobody going to vote for him. No, no, no. No, no. Folks were saying that about, uh, who was that dude? What's that guy's name? Hmm. Uh, I think his name was, uh, oh, oh, yeah, John F. Kennedy. Remember, there was this whole thing about him being a uh, uh, Catholic and how a man who was a Catholic would never be voted as, um, you know, into the Oval Office. Because he but was, I'm saying, but they didn't have to dress him up for somebody to like him. They already liked him. No, no, no. Uh, we, Kennedy. We, yes. We they didn't have to. No, 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 no. They didn't have to dress him up. They still trying to dress Romney hey, up for somebody to like hey, him. Let, let, let me let me let me just give you this audio clip right here to explain what he won. Listen. I'm listening. It's flu season, and there's a new shot in town. A 90% smaller needle. Less ouch. So fast it's over before you know it. Really? The new intradermal flu shot on the spot at Target Pharmacy. Well, that's what he won. A flu shot. A bit off his game during last night's debate, to say the least. He won a flu shot. Swing elections see it as a sign of weakness. Franklin sat down with the independents in the swing state of Colorado. What is clearly the key moment of this campaign so far didn't just happen on the debate stage. It happened right here in a suburb of Denver, where we had 24 of our undecided voters react every moment of the debate. Let's do a very quick show of hands. How many of you think Barack Obama won the debate? Raise your hands. And how many of you voted for him in 2008? Raise your hands. Okay. Something happened, something went wrong. Give me a word or phrase to describe Obama's performance today. Change. Uh, he was exciting before. He was lost tonight. Flat. Arrogant. Defensive. More factual. Weak. Reflective. Defensive. Unorganized. No confidence. Slow. Lack specifics. Defensive. <clears throat> Flat. Off of the game. Honest. Careful, resigned, anti-free market. He's a good orator. Lacked passion and clarity. Better facts. <laughs> defensive. That's the number one answer. You all said defensive. I want to show you one of the clips. It probably illustrates that reaction that you just saw here. Obama takes about 30 seconds to communicate a key point, but he never seems to get to that point. And you're going to see how flat the lines are. Let's take a look. Governor Romney says, well, those top 3%, they're the job creators. They'd be burdened. But under Governor Romney's uh, definition, there are a whole bunch of millionaires and billionaires who are small businesses. Donald Trump is a small business. And I know Donald Trump doesn't like to think of himself as small anything, but, uh, but that's how you define small businesses if you're getting business income. And that kind of approach, I believe not grow our economy because the only way to pay for it without either burdening the middle class or blowing up our deficit is to make drastic cuts in things like education, 
making sure that uh, we are continuing to invest in basic science and research. So you guys were flat during most of his performance. Why? No teleprompter. No teleprompter. <laughs> yep. Absolutely. Can I get back to me? Passion. No passion. Explain that. He just didn't have any enthusiasm for what he was talking about, or any, he didn't feel strongly. You guys agree with that? Yes. I think he was contemplating a little bit because he has his record uh, that he can't really uh, talk about. He couldn't defend his record. He couldn't even get anywhere near his record. So how could he defend it? Oh, he's a Republican. <laughs> Romney had facts, statistics, examples, and Obama had generalities of helping people and feeling good, but not the tools to implement what had to be done. But Ned, I mean, Romney didn't have that many facts. Obama did. I'll give you Obama's a little tired. He's president. It's a rough time these four years. You notice when you're president, you turn white. You age 10, 20 years. He's doing that. I'll give you a little laugh. Did he just of, say that the president of, is tired uh, and he turned white? But, uh, can I speak now? <laughs> Barack Obama. You got a room full of Republicans sitting up in there talking, and you think I'm supposed to take that for some? Just go that short. Here's the deal. That's what you got a room full of Republicans that we just sit there and listen to all that idiotic stuff. Love brushing the wall, go with because that's what they were all sitting there saying. And this is they, this is the motto. No, 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 no. He's slow, sleepy, and lazy, and all this mess that I heard. Maze, hold on, sweetheart, please. The 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 folks that were chosen. We're all registered independent voters, every single one of them. That's what Mitt Romney won last night, independent voters. Game over. If Obama suffers another ass-whooping like he did just, just last night, the deal is sealed. It's already sealed. He's done. He's done. There's no doubt about it. We don't even have time to finish up with our theme music for tonight. It's been just that great. It's been just that delicious. And May's coming on has put the icing on the cake. If only one angry Jew had called in tonight. I want to thank you all for listening. You God, somebody. God bless the United States of America. I don't even have time to play my theme music. You guys have been great. Thank everybody for coming in tonight. There are plenty of things you could be doing tonight. Even you, Obama girl. I want to thank you, too, for coming in and listening. You know what? There are plenty of things you all could be doing tonight. Listen to my show, and I do thank you so much and appreciate you for doing so. God bless you all. Good night, and God bless the United States of America. Oh, by the way, last night. Did anybody notice? Good night, folks. God bless you, and God bless the United States of America. We are out.